0: And we are rolling into 2019 now. Hope you're having a great year. You know, I want to give you some more insight into what God has been saying about this coming year. I've already released a few things you might want to check out on my website, DougAddison.com. I recorded a Spirit Connection webcast. This is the first Wednesday of every month in which I release the prophetic word. This year, on January 2nd, I recorded the entire prophetic word for 2019, the more detailed with some activations. I also released a shorter version of it on my website, on my blog, January 4th, and I'm releasing a special podcast I already did last week. So you want to check those things out at DougAddison.com. These are all free resources that are available for you. Now, this week, I want to go into a little bit more detail. So if you haven't... You know, at least read the prophetic word for this year that I released, or if you can, come up to speed on those things, because that will help you with what I'm about to talk about. Lord, open us up right now. Open the heavens. Open our spirit. Open the prophetic spirit. The spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. So we we pray right now that Jesus would be glorified in all that is done now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, here's what I'm going to talk about. You know, the Lord showed me that Luke chapter 3 and chapter 4 have a lot to do with what's going to happen this year. This is when Jesus went into ministry. He was baptized by John the Baptist. The heavens opened. The Lord spoke his name, and then he went off and into the wilderness, and then he had angels assigned to him, and he got up at a synagogue and read, Luke four eighteen. that was actually the words from Isaiah 61 from the Torah, Luke 4, 18 and 19, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Now, this was basically Jesus's life calling. It was written way before in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah had prophesied this, and Jesus steps up and reads basically his book of life. You know, we all have a book of life, Psalm one thirty nine sixteen, but not everyone discovers it. You know, God will release things. You don't have to know about it. You know, I'm teaching on it right now because this is something we need to understand. It's not a physical book. And you really don't have to see a vision or anything like that. God will open the book of life over you so that you can fulfill assignments and step into the reason you were created. Like when Jesus got up, he spoke this. He said, you know, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He he gave that prophecy. Now, they do. That was a Messiah prophecy. He hadn't done anything yet. He hadn't done any miracles or anything. Then all of a sudden, he says, in your presence, this has been fulfilled. And they're like, whoa, you know, that was blasphemy to them. But the Lord is now doing this. He's now going to speak your words, your book of life. He's going to speak things, going to speak your name in a way that you're going to understand it. You know, on Yom Kippur of last year, it was in September 2018. That's the highest holy day on the Jewish calendar. And many people receive revelation about the coming year. I had a dream that morning. It was Major encounter actually about the new ancient paths opening, and there's a lot of you know old anointings around. Have you ever heard about that? Redigging the wells of revival and that type of thing, which is great. But you know what? God wants to release access to new things, deeper levels of intimacy with Him, first of all, and secondly, new gifts and revelation that have been hidden. Now. I want to read just a little bit from my prophetic word that I released in October 2018 called Ancient Paths and a Time of Transition. My Bible opened to Jeremiah 6.16, and this is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. But you said no, I won't walk in it. Now, as I entered the spirit during this encounter, I'm reading right from my prophetic journal, my heavenly journal. I was standing with the Lord at these crossroads and I was in a spiritual place. You know, it was kind of like a dream or a vision. My Bible was open and this is how God speaks to me. But there were several different directions and many roads that we could take. And There was other people there. The Lord said, these are the choices and paths that are available to my people for this year. And he asked me, which path will you choose? And I was looking around. It was all kinds of choices. I mean, there was roads well traveled. Some look fun. Some look familiar. Others I didn't realize. But then I, I saw one that led up a mountain and there was a sign on it that was almost hidden that read ancient path. It was very narrow. It didn't look all that easy. The Lord saw I was drawn to that ancient path, and he nodded in agreement. Then he said, I've offered the ancient paths to many people, but many of them, like in Jeremiah 6.16, have said, No, we won't walk in it. It's too tough. It's too uncomfortable. It's too dangerous. It's too difficult. Then the Lord said the words from Matthew 7.13, enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is a road that leads to destruction and many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. The Lord said this year, this is what he was saying back at the beginning of the Jewish new year. And it goes in to 2019 this year, I am opening up the ancient paths that will lead to the narrow gate, the gate of, And the narrow road will also lead to new life. But only a few people find it. And I looked around. There was hardly anyone there had chosen this path. And I was wondering why. Because, oh my goodness, it was full of life. You could hear the Lord easily and clearly. and, And things were opening up. Now, I want you to understand that this is not talking about salvation. This is talking about the depth of where the Lord wants to go with you. And this is talking about, you know, opening things up like callings and gifts. Then suddenly the Lord gives me a key to a gate. Isaiah 35, 8. My Bible opened to this and the visions began. A highway will be there and it will be called the way of holiness. It will be there for those who walk on the way and the unclean will not journey on it. The wicked fools will not be able to go about it. Isaiah 35, eight. I was now standing next to the Lord and he handed me a key and said, this is the key to the gate that leads to the way of holiness in Isaiah 35. And I looked in front of me and there was a golden gate that led into the, like almost like a highway in heaven. And this was a heavenly encounter. So it seemed to be, you know, kind of like on earth and heaven at the same time. Then the Lord said, I'm calling many people right now to walk on the highway of holiness now what this means practically many people are going to go through a time and maybe you're uncertain on the direction that God's calling you to and there's kind of like a status quo out there in christianity in the prophetic even there's what we've been doing over the last few years is is basically hearing God the best we can and there's a lot of different tones to it but the lord is calling us to the way of love the way of holiness. And this is not holiness, like just trying to do good things. This is understanding the Lord's heart. So God is calling us this year to kind of a narrower focus than we had before. Previously, we had a lot more grace. Grace means that you could do all kinds of different things and God will bless. Most of the time, God will bless what you put your hand to as long as it's something within his realm and his reason. But now as we're entering into 2019, that gate will become a little bit narrower. That road will become narrower for many people who are looking to go deeper with the Lord. Now there are details to what God is calling you to right now. It's not a physical book. It's, it's a spiritual one. They're in the book that is written and the scrolls are also mentioned in the Bible. They come into agreement with the prophetic words over you. These are your life calling. So, Understanding the kingdom, Jesus said, it's so important. Matthew eighteen twenty three. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. You know, this indicates, actually, that there's books that contain our accounts, and they're not a list of sins, because when we repent, our sins are not stored in our book of life. You actually have this book of life. Psalm 139, 16, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Jesus has a book of life in Hebrews ten seven talks about it. Also, there's in the book of Revelation, it's the Lamb's book of life where everyone's names are in that. The Lamb's book of life is just is a little bit different than these, but it shows that these actually exist. So, you know, the Lord can speak to you through the heavenly books or scrolls. Because Ezekiel, in chapter 3, verse 1 through 3, he was given revelation, and he said to me, the Son of Man, eat what is before you, eat this scroll, and then go speak to my people of Israel. So that, that was the Lord giving him revelation through a heavenly scroll or book. David got the plans from heaven, which are similar to a heavenly book because it wasn't a physical thing, but God downloaded him the plans in First Chronicles 28, if you read it, Man, there's details, and Solomon was able to later build that temple according to the plans that God had given David, but that was a heavenly book. There's also books of nations. Daniel 10, 21, the, the angel Gabriel gave Daniel the book of Revelation basically for the Old Testament. It was called the book of truth, and its meaning got sealed away. And Daniel 12, you could read it if you want, it, it got sealed away, and Daniel even said, I don't understand. And then the angel Gabriel said, seal it away until the time of the end, till the time the Lord chooses. And I tell you, we're entering into a time of understanding these things. Now, I'm not saying it's fully released yet, but they're starting to come out. Even John wrote the book of Revelation. It was revealed like an end-time strategy, also how, how heaven works. I believe that there's a message in the book of Revelation that we don't quite understand until chapter 10, the little scroll and the seven thunders begin. Because in chapter 10, there was a little scroll, a little book in the hands of an angel, and it contained the things that we needed to know. And there was also the voice or instructions of seven thunders that took place. And it was sealed away, kind of like within Daniel, it was sealed away. And that's why we are having trouble understanding these things right now as far as timing. Revelation ten one and 2, Then I saw another angel come down from heaven, and he was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun, and his legs were fiery pillars. And he was holding a little scroll which lay open in his hand, and he planted one foot on the sea and the left foot on the land. And he gave a mighty shout like a roar of a lion. And when he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. When the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write it down. And I heard the voice from heaven say, seal up what the seven thunders has said and do not write them down. So what the seven thunders spoke has been sealed away for the end times and we're waiting to get the book of Revelation. Basically, we need to get Revelation into the book of Revelation, into the Seven Thunders, into the Small Scroll, and the same with the book of Daniel. And now, this explains why many of the books on the end times are missing the timing and understanding. Have you noticed it? Ever since I came to the Lord back in the late 70s, 80s, a lot of um, end time books, you know, and. You know Jesus is coming in eighty eight. He's coming in eighty nine. He's coming here. He's, he, you know what? We don't know. Jesus even said this. I don't know. He said, not even the angels know. Only the Father knows that because there's things that need to happen, and it can be postponed. So I'll back to my prophetic word on this is there's a lot of symbolic understanding we can gain from understanding Revelation, the Book of Revelation. It's full of prophetic signs. You know, like a parable, like when Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like. Well, let me just give you an example. In Revelation 3.20, there is a door that Jesus talks about. He said, it's written, this is actually written to the church, which symbolizes salvation. And this is the time where the door is there. Now, we've used this verse for salvation. Jesus says, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and him with me. But this is not actually written to unbelievers. This is written to the church. So this is a door, Revelation three twenty, that you actually have to open and invite the Lord in and he will eat with you and him. In other words, he will give you deeper wisdom and understanding. And so the purposes of understanding the books of heaven, that's what I'm talking about right now. Let's just talk about this. There's doors here, there's gates, and and I'm sure that there's something that's going to happen as it's stated in the book of Revelation. But what I'm doing right now is just trying to use this as kind of a type or a shadow of things to come. Revelation 4 through 6 contain the mysteries about the future, but also you can gain insight in how the books of heaven work, how heaven works actually, and how the doors of heaven work. When I pray each day, I start out, and I start with Revelation 3, 8, and 9. This is a door that you can walk through this door in the Spirit, and it's the door that no one can shut. Once the Lord opens this door, you get through this with the key of David, which means you go through with authority through Jesus Christ. Then you hit the Revelation three twenty door. That's the one that you have to open. You invite the Lord in. That's where the Lord comes in and begins to share deep, hidden things with you. And then there's the Revelation 4-1 door. And even when John was having this encounter, he had to go through this. And Revelation 4-1 says, come up here and I will show you what must take place. Now, once he does this, worship breaks out and stuff starts happening. But the come up here means rise above your current situation. I have to do this each day. I enter in the spirit. I enter through the Revelation 4 1 door where I rise above all the clutter, all the warfare. I rise above everything going on. And I enter through, in a spiritual sense, I enter through a Revelation 4 1 door and ask the Lord to speak about what's to come. Now, when this happens, if you notice, right when this happens in Revelation 4, worship yeah. breaks out. And there's holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. That's what's inside that door. Then, wow, the book of the Lamb is revealed. The Lamb's book of life in Revelation 5 contains all of our names. Then in Revelation 6, there's also, before it could be opened, there's seven curses or seals that are around that book. Now, just as we have a book of life and we're called to do something, I tell you, it's very similar. I've seen this happen. It's very similar to what happened in Revelation 6. When you get called to do something new, like maybe you have a calling, maybe you receive something from the Lord to do, there may be generational curses. Those are the seals of judgment that need to be removed, just like in the Lamb's Book of Life, but it can also happen with your own book as God begins to unfold this. Now, don't misunderstand me. I believe the book of the Revelation is a message about the future, and yes, the things that are stated there will come. But what I'm trying to do is teach you about the books of life, how they work. Because if they work one way, you know, in one part of the Bible, I bet they work the same way in other parts. So when your book might have seals or curses on that's why we have to deal with with generational curses now this is new testament stuff book of revelation is new testament because some people say oh my goodness all curses they were taken by jesus because curses the one who hangs on the tree well there's times i'm telling you there's times when if that's great if that's working for you if you don't have anything holding you back this is what i always say listen if it's working you will see the fruit of it you will see things Open up. But if you are not seeing it, if you're not getting healed, if you're not getting the breakthrough, that's when you might want to look at removing any of the curses, generational curses, or whatever they might be, to take that off. An example in my life, in 2001, God began to speak to me about prophetic evangelism. And it wasn't really known in the U.S. and Canada at the time. And my calling was to be a forerunner in prophetic evangelism. It was stated very clearly to me. I had a prophetic word from someone, and this prophetic word, this prophet, when I was sick, I was sick with Huntington's disease in 2001. I was still trying to get healed, and I went to this meeting in Campbell, California, and this prophet called me out, and he said, you're going to get healed of this disease, and within one year, you're going to be traveling around the United States back and forth teaching people how to do a new way of evangelism. Like, whoa! I knew that that was there, but that was very clear. I tell you, it happened. I got healed of Huntington's, and within a short, maybe a few months—I don't remember how long—but by the end of the year, I had Linda and I had connected with John Paul Jackson, and we began to do prophetic evangelism. I was traveling back and forth, and you know, I was being mentored by him but I was also working as the National Dream Team coordinator and launching dream interpretation teams which was a new way to do evangelism. So while you follow me my book opened in 2002 but it was really really difficult time. Now when my book of life when this new chapter opened because I had been church planter, I've been a you know, a business owner I have been a pastor. I've been a few things like that, but this new book was coming, and God prophesied it to me and others. We knew it was here. So the new book is opening. Now, when I moved there to New Hampshire, I had a dream that revealed more of the curses that I was about to walk through. And so I had to pray and remove those to get the curses off of this calling so that my book of life Would open. I had an angelic visitation within a few months after this, and I was given the outline of my first book, Prophecy, Dreams, and Evangelism. Now, don't get all excited or jealous because, you know, Noah got the strategy to build the ark, but he still had to swing the hammer. You know, it's not as easy as you might think just because an angel says it. In fact, it's even harder because there's warfare against you. So what I'm doing now came in 2002 when my book was opened and I had to deal with curses and assignments that came not only against me but the others who had been trying to walk in this several people had said no to this they were even telling me this around my ministry there and there was things that I needed to deal with and like revelation chapter 6 that were curses and assignments and now here's the good news is today We have the establishment of cutting-edge inner healing ministries on the Internet. God has raised up healing ministries, you know, like Sozo and, you know, healing rooms. We have stuff going on so that you can actually get healed much easier because the Lord knew that many people were going to step up and start picking up these callings. And we would need to get inner healing. We would need to get curses broken off right now. So God is opening The books of heaven right now, the books of life, there's strategies for finances, there's all kinds of stuff that's being opened up, and there's now going to be an outpouring of blessing. I can't go into the details of how I removed it, but I tell you, it's so exciting. It did happen. The Lord gave me this, Psalm 84, verses 5 and 6. This is in the Passion Translation. How enriched are they? Who find their strength in the Lord within their hearts are a highway of holiness. Even then their path winds through the dark valley of tears. They dig deep, deep into a pleasant pool, and where there are others would only find pain, he gives them a brook of blessing filled with the rain of an outpouring. Now that's as close as I could come to some of the things that we've walked through. And as we're coming out of this season right now, the valley of the tears, or maybe uh, we're coming out of that dry time, that God is going to give you not only the brook of blessing, He's going to give you the rain of refreshment. And that's what we're stepping into right now. So get ready for refreshment to come your way. Get ready for blessings and joy in this year. Watch for the highway of holiness to open. I've never really been a big one, you know, about holiness, because I've always believed that intimacy will will bring you into a place of holiness. And so I would teach, you know, don't try to become holy. Just get close with the Lord and you will be holy. And that's basically what's been going on in my life. And the Lord has really he had me press in because I was afflicted for four years. He had me press in during that time and I got into a place of intimacy with the Lord This is a door, a Revelation 3-8 door open that cannot be shut. Now, that's my birthday as well, March 8th. So the Revelation 3-8 door has opened over my life. And now I have to walk through these things. And I want to encourage you as well to walk through them, to get this revelation in you. And don't be discouraged if you suddenly, you know, some things come from the past. That's a good sign. I always tell people, if you're starting to get warfare, if you're starting to get some kickback in your life, that's actually a good sign because it's showing that the Lord is revealing and healing the very things that you need. Maybe they're seals, maybe they're judgments, maybe it's just warfare. Sometimes it can be an attachment to something that someone else was called to move in and you picked it up and it needs to be cleaned up. But this, I tell you, I don't have time to go into all the teaching on this, but I want to encourage you that things that you once struggled with, they're going to lose its power over you this year, and you're going to have a greater ability to overcome, and there's going to be a release of deeper intimacy of the Lord, and you're going to experience love in a greater way. And this, my friends, is written in your book of life and it's going to open this year that's why i'm doing some of the stuff that i'm doing in fact i want to pray over you right now first in the name of jesus lord i thank you that each of us has a book of life and this is a season you told me 2019 but we're outside of time because you're outside of time so whenever you're listening to this can be opened your book of life is going to open just like mine did in 2002 and i got my assignments had to deal with some things but boy it was worth it. Right now, God's going to take you into a deeper time. He's going to release to you deeper understanding, deeper intimacy of his ways, and he's going to bring you into the way of holiness, the highway. The narrow gate is coming, and you can prepare in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. You know, if you want to go deeper on this, I want to encourage you to sign up for my online workshop. I'm not doing this podcast, you know, like to to get you to buy this thing i'm i'm doing this podcast to give you free understanding into what we're doing with this workshop it's called opening your book of life how to reveal and activate your destiny january 19th 10 to noon i normally release this revelation that i've been doing in a prophetic forecast book and this would have been volume four I write the book, which I did. I wrote it. I got the revelation all year Then on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur last September, I wrote volume four and I wasn't even able to publish it because the Lord instructed me, no, I want you to release an online workshop in January that will have activation and impartation and not just information. And so this is what it is, DougAddison.com forward slash 2019. And, um, this is going to open up. I'm so excited, but you could also listen to the free podcast, the stuff that I've been putting out if you can't come, but we hope you could be there. Look forward to seeing you. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to spirit connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at dougaddison.com.